Hey, faith family. Welcome to the Beyond Sunday podcast at Calvary Bible, where we go beyond the Sunday sermon to explore some rabbit holes and to bring some biblical truths to the surface. We hope you enjoyed today's episode. So, Randy, welcome back. I was at Lowe's. Did you go? I did. Did you see that guy? <laughs> no, no okay. one told me any jokes. All right. But I got a joke for you. Okay. But I'll give you a, I'll give you a coin toss. Okay. okay. Yes. Ready? Yes. Heads I win, tails you lose. Heads. Heads, I win. Okay. Hey. Here's the joke. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I did set you up. Did I you catch that? that? I did. Yeah, good. Uh, two weeks ago, I don't think you caught it. I did. Um, I was a little slow two weeks I wanted ago. to see how many times I could get away with that. So just twice or yeah, once. Heads, I win. So uh, what is, um, do you know what Australia's number one uh, export is? I don't. The boomerang. Coincidentally, it's also their number one import. Import. <laughs> so there you go. That's very sick. One of our friends at church told me that one. So very sick. I whoever got permission to use it on you. Whoever told the joke, sick joke. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Nice job. All right. So, uh, but happy, that's not important right now. Well, it could be. You never know how it could find its way back in. All right. So we were we're coming off Easter Sunday. Yeah. Um, there's a lot going on this weekend. It was good. A lot of good celebration, though. Mm-hmm. It was fun to celebrate together. It was. Um, and you jumped ahead in Matthew, uh, chapter 9. Yeah. So the verses were 18 to 26. We see two healings, uh, mm-hmm. the ruler's daughter and this woman that is the one who's on the slide for the whole series, I know. right? I, I saw know. that. I thought, oh, this is the one. That's the one. We got to it. Um, so Easter that was kind of neat. Um, so... You, in your third point, mm-hmm. um, you used the the quote from, was it Craig Keener, maybe? It was, yeah. Um, Extraordinary miracles of compassion. Uh, so, question, why did that, why'd that stick out to you? What was that, when you came across it, you were like, you know what, that's a good way to phrase it, or mm-hmm. it maybe highlighted something that you hadn't thought of. I'm just curious about that phrase. I, what caught my attention was I... I was not linking, I was, sadly, I was not linking the miracles, the kinds of miracles with compassionate acts of our Lord. Mm-hmm. And what was helpful was to think of, Je- Jesus was uh, putting himself, of course, he knows, he knows who he is. He knows the mission that he's on. Yeah. From a human perspective, he is doing things that, uh, that the 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 people around him would not do. Mm-hmm. So the compassion for him, what caught my attention first was the fact that the ruler makes the request yeah. on his knees, mm-hmm. and Jesus gets up and goes with his disciples and follows the guy. That yeah. was the first thing. Is like, just, oh wow, he he followed, and so Jesus is feeling compassion for him. Feels like he just changed, <clears throat> fit that possibly, into his schedule. Yeah, or... yeah, and then and then of course. The um, the interruption because it was according mm. to Matthew mm-hmm. in the middle. There's a miracle within a miracle. So yeah. the the woman interrupts him, and there once again he stops and pays attention. And so when Craig Keener listed it that way, it wasn't a major heading for him. But the way he worded it, I thought that's probably a good way to put it for to describe the miracle itself. So two miracles reminding me, of course, of God's compassion for us in our great need and to see Jesus responding to those two like that, especially two different strata, 
mm-hmm. um, you know, social uh, yep. social strata. Uh, I, I was I was encouraged by the compassion of Jesus to allow Himself to uh, to be directed by both. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that's really the the reason why. Yeah, yeah. you called them the powerful and the powerless. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I just wanted to, I just, for me, it was a sense of look at the two different kinds of people that are, that are in need. They both have, they both have a need for Jesus healing. Yeah. And uh, I, I just, I think it functions as a great summary of humanity in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I think too, along those same lines, here you got a guy, the son of God, who, like you said, he's on a mission. Mm-hmm. He knows what it is. Uh, yet he doesn't gloss over um, people. You know, right. uh, whether it's a, a ruler mm-hmm. and carving, you know, rearranging mm-hmm. his schedule or taking a detour, mm-hmm. if you want to call it that, or this uh, this poor, really powerless woman who mm-hmm. uh, needed him, uh, the children that come to him, you mm-hmm. know, he doesn't brush mm-hmm. them off. Mm-hmm. So here we have a, a compassionate savior um, who's in the middle of a pretty serious mission. Yeah. Um, good. Um, so... Any other thoughts there? I'll, I'll move on. No, only that, you know, if we're thinking about Beyond Sunday, please remember that the Lord has compassion for you today. And throughout this week, He is He's listening, He's caring, and He's acting. Uh, according to His will, He's He's putting His power into work. So I, I think seeing Him in action like that gives us great encouragement for the week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is encouraging. You know, for, I think it's a practical attitude, reflective uh, type of discipline through the week. Right. So if you're down, you're feeling heavy, distraught, yeah, you're and, a compassionate and, savior. But also if you're, if you're, if you're not. Um, so even if you're today functioning well and things are going well, uh, the need for, for the Lord's power in our lives today to be a disciple and to make disciples is just as, just as, uh, real. Mm-hmm. So I, I think both, if you have the despondent, but you might have the victorious today. So whoever you are, whatever your condition is, uh, you have a compassionate savior who's strong to work on your behalf and you have a need for him today. We can't function as we, we can't be a disciple or make a disciple on our own power. So it's important for whether you're despondent mm-hmm. or not, actually. There's a song that I uh, was recently uh, introduced to it's called Jesus strong and kind just really neat lyrics anyway mm-hmm. it made me think of it when you yeah you have that balance mm-hmm. um all right so moving on here it was resurrection sunday mm-hmm. uh we come across a resurrection text mm-hmm. uh what is it about the resurrection that impacts our day-to-day life beyond sunday yeah so i think that you know what we're looking for is we're looking for evidence that Christ has raised us from the dead. So, mm-hmm. and that's, that's not, you know, that's not profound. That's, that's going back yeah. to the way in which we ended. If I remember correctly, the last several minutes, the last few minutes of the teaching time, we glanced at at least Romans six for a little bit, only to see that mm-hmm. we were, we died with Christ. We were raised with him. We were raised to new life. I was fighting that clock a little bit, of course, on Easter, and I didn't have time to go in and read that text well. But anybody that skimmed that text with me at that moment saw how important it is that the ability to not present our bodies to sin is a direct result of 
this foundation of knowing that we've been raised with Christ. So what we're looking for is we're looking for evidence of a resurrected life. You lost me there for a second. Yeah. Well, you didn't totally lose me, but you used a, a phrase or a couple of phrases mm -hmm. that had to compute for a second. So yeah. the ability to not offer our bodies to... To sin. To sin. All right. Yeah. So... In that the, Romans 6 passage. The ability to not... Don't yield yourselves to unrighteousness. Right. But yield yourselves to God. Okay. That's a result of the new life that we've been given. We've been raised to life. So prior to that, there's no other No. So th that's what I mean. So, you know... That's why I made reference on Sunday to if you're one of the ones that were saved later in life, then mm -hmm. you know the radical shift that took place more than likely. Yeah. Uh, not always, but more than likely you can experience that. Folks that, that grew up fairly moral because of their family upbringing, uh, maybe not so radical a change as far as outward appearance mm -hmm. and actions. Yeah. But there's still for us today, though, is, is you know, this is this is a week where. This is a week where we are, we are living out a resurrected life. So my, uh, my relationship with God, for instance, if, if I said to you, do you love God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your strength, with all your soul, with all your capacity, is that you? That's an example of a resurrected life. Do you love your neighbor as yourself? There's an example. Mm -hmm. Do you have control over your emotions? Uh, is that is that evidence of a resurrected life? Do you have control over your thought life? Do you have control over and you could keep you can just keep talking about how do you explain your kind of living? You know, how do you use your money? How do you use your time? Those are the common ones yep. that we talk about a yep. lot. Mm -hmm. How do you feel about the church? I, I didn't get to that on Sunday. And I, you know, afterwards, I thought, oh, you know, that would have been a great time because how do you feel about church? Is, yeah. it, is, is, whether, is, is whether or not mm -hmm. you're, you are displaying a resurrected life. If you're following this world's attitude towards church, then the church is marginal in your life mm -hmm. and you might come on Sunday, but that's it. So there's a lot we could do with that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to open that up? I don't. No, I don't. Save I just said it. Day. I said it. No, I mean, I just said, you know, <laughs> if you're listening, you know exactly your attitude towards, towards church, whether you love the body of Christ as much as Christ loved it to die for it, whether you're invested in it mm -hmm. and all of that. So, yeah. 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 Okay. That's, yeah, that's good. Um, so let's go back to last week's episode a little mm -hmm. bit because I've yeah. been mulling it over. Mm -hmm. Oddly enough, I usually listen to these episodes again. Do you? I do. Yeah. I, because of the jokes. Yeah, that's right. I got to keep track, you know. <laughs> now I'm able to process them differently when I'm good. listening. Good. Um, and so we were talking about uh, the the tools. We were in the the temptation mm -hmm. temptation passage, yeah. And one of the questions was faith, yes, but what about some of these other yep. you know things to to bat, fight and battle right. sin? Yeah, great question. Um, yeah, and so I give you an answer, and mm -hmm. I think I knew it in the moment, but when I listened to it again, I was like, oh yeah, I definitely didn't give him the answer that he wanted to hear because you said, can someone flourish uh, without uh, a confessional partner? Mm -hmm. Right. And I said, well, maybe not as much as they could. You know, and you you want to, I think the answer was, can they? Yes. And I took it just a little, yeah. little detour. Um, so here we are talking about living, living the resurrected life, mm -hmm. walking like in Romans six, walking in newness of life. Yeah. Um, so what, what, what are some of the best ways to do that? Because, like you said, it's it's not it's not 
complicated. This yeah. isn't rocket science, like mm-hmm. you say often. Mm-hmm. This is mm-hmm. relatively simple. And I was, I didn't quite on Sunday morning. I had this moment where like my mind was like starting to, cl- some things were starting to click, and I was mm-hmm. like, this is really pretty simple. Um, but yet, as simple as it is we have temptation we're fighting mm-hmm. all the time and it's not mm-hmm. as easy to execute as it is to actually mm-hmm. say yeah oh, just stop doing it so you know i'm just i was trying to process you know just the christian life tools and mm-hmm. what's the res what's the resurrection's part in that so i have a couple of odd thoughts mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. i'll let you go i think i think the key in all of this is to um, uh, can i gladly humble myself before god mm-hmm. and accept his gift for me to change. We're going to talk about this again on Sunday coming up. It'll be the second time uh, that Matthew uh, gives us the same sermon. So John the baptizer and Jesus share mm-hmm. their, their first sermon recorded is the same, repent. repent. Yep. So we'll talk about it again on Sunday. So I, I think, I think if, I, if, if you were to ask me, um, or as, as you did, um, then I, I think just simply ask yourself the question, are you, has Christ resurrected your attitude enough so that you're humble enough to admit that you need him to change certain areas of your life? Mm-hmm. Start there with humility. The humility of that's bowing before my Lord and saying, Lord, please change me. Mm-hmm. There's things that have to change. I mean, we're we're talking with people and, and you you know this too, right? We talk to people every week some of whom are reluctant to change. Mm-hmm. They're reluctant to, to make a major shift. They know they need to deep down, mm-hmm. but they don't do it. So at some point, a disciple does have to ask themselves, am I willing to humble myself before my God or not? So I like to start with some simplistic attitudinal stuff. Oftentimes I use teachability as one of those because I think that's a mm-hmm. key in life period. Mm-hmm. It's especially a key for wisdom. So in the wisdom literature, uh, you know, I, I want to be a teachable person and so forth. So teachability, humility to say, I need to change, but then it, it has to go one step further. And this is where I believe you can tell whether or not you are linked vitally to God. Are you willing to take the step? That's where I think the confessional partners are critical. Mm-hmm. Because if you're willing to take a step, but you're still not doing it, yeah. that's the time to say to someone, would you please help me with this? I need to tell you I am failing in this area. I'm sinning against God, mm-hmm. sinning against someone else, whatever, and I need to stop, mm-hmm. and I need your help. Would you pray for me? That's where these texts come into play. So while I still believe, going back to last week, that people mm-hmm. are flourishing spiritually without a confessional partner, I think there are times, I think this is the way I said it last week, if I went back and listened to myself again or us, I would say, I think there's times though, there's critical moments in everyone's life where these texts, like in James, for instance, chapter five, Mm -hmm. these texts take on new significance because of the particular circumstances and the stages of life. That's what I think. So I I think people Mm -hmm. can flourish because their, their relationship with God is good. I think that at some point, uh, I would want to say, you show me, you show me a person that has. They, uh, they are loyal to Christ and His body. Let me put it both ways. 
You find me that person, that's a person that's going to make it to the end. Mm -hmm. They're going to make it. Find me a person that when push comes to shove, they will reject their believer, their fellow, their fellow believers mm -hmm. uh, to pursue a path. Then they're not going to make it. Not, they're, not, they're not going to stay on the path uh, without major detours. And whether or not they come back or not, that's, that's up to God and so forth. Yeah. But it's pretty important. Mm -hmm. I mean, I could almost look over our congregation and I could just, just quickly just assess just based on their attitude towards the faith family. Do they do the simple things? You know, do they use mm -hmm. their gift, for instance, to serve this body? If they're not, the scriptures doesn't give them much hope, actually. Look mm -hmm. at some of these parables that talk about faithfulness. Mm -hmm. You know, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Mm -hmm. Well, what about the other, the other one? You know, two out of the three got that message. Yeah. So. Okay. Yeah, no, that's, that's good. So, yeah, it's pretty, uh, I don't know, pretty cut and dry. Um, I think when you're boiling it all down and you were able to highlight a couple of those things that when you're boiling it down mm -hmm. to Christ and the church, uh, for example, um, you, you're either on, on track or, you, sure. or you're not. Yeah. Um, yeah. Go back to that parable. If I remember correctly, all three, and I read it recently, all three were given talents. Mm -hmm. 10, so, five and one. They're all, they're all yeah. given talents. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a great picture of what's happening in every local church, including ours. Mm -hmm. So one of the good things about uh, moving into this year, of course, is we, we've got so much attention being given to disciple making, how to carry it out. And so I think these Beyond Sunday, uh, you know, little interviews are helping. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so follow Jesus' example, but also follow him. Fair? Follow his example? Follow his example in the compassion. Um, yeah, I would say, uh, first of all, make sure you make sure you believe that God's compassion is on you. Mm -hmm. that, then I would say, of course, extend that compassion to others. Mm -hmm. yeah? And then finally, make sure that you're going to him this week with your needs so that he can use his, uh, his miraculous power, his superpowers to fuel uh, your Christian experience. Mm -hmm. Just like us. I mean, you and I have to do it. We have to, we have to be Christian today. That means mm -hmm. trusting him, but that also means obeying him. Mm -hmm. You know, you trust him for what we need, but we also have to take this step and follow him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm out of questions That's now. it. That's all. Good. This is going to be short. Last week Good. was long. This will yeah. be shorter. Good. All right. Well, thanks for sticking with us. Um, if you have any questions, as always, send them into the podcast at cvcmj.com email i'm glad to tackle them uh thanks for everyone who contributes and happy easter tuesday yeah it was week good. after it yeah. was good to worship together on mm -hmm. sunday that was that was exciting it was, it was very from, exciting from the early morning on uh -huh. yeah yeah it was good all right we love you guys we'll see you wednesday sunday see you next week thanks again for joining us on today's episode and remember, our Sunday sermons are meant to lead us to a life of worship beyond Sunday.